Karate Cafe is sponsored in part by thedojomanager.com. It's like the five-finger death touch for managing your dojo. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit piranagear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Karate Cafe. I am your host, Paul Wilson, and just off my center line, as always, is my good friend Dan Williams. Dan, how are you? Hello. Good. Hello, everybody. Hello, Paul. Hey, how's it going? Uh, We've got a a nice little show for you today. We are going to talk in-depth a little bit more about um, Dan's... uh, Martial art video challenge. Yes. Um, the, the the internets have been blowing up relative to our podcast. Right. Yes. <laughs> and uh and it, it seemed like I mean we could we could say things like, you know, Bruce Lee sucks and and, and all martial right. arts except mine is, is and no one ever says you anything. Just troll for comments, you know, but Well, I mean it, 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 yeah, I guess so. And so anyway, but when we put this on, a lot of people have responded to it. Uh so that's good. So we have a a, a listener comment for that, but um, Dan, why don't you give us a little update on that? Well, okay. The um, uh, let's see. We we have the uh, <laughs> we have the choose Dan's martial arts uh, survey that I put out there, and uh, we got a couple of results. But I think what what I'm going to do is I'm gonna I'm gonna trump all of those and just pick judo uh, because essentially they were kind of even across the board. Um, now, the the thing is, is that um, at least I guess what I have learned first is doing this kind of thing um, really has a, has a lot to do with the kind of person you are, because it's it it's dependent greatly upon your ability to self motivate and. Uh, the discipline in which you're going to study. Because, well, like, for example, uh, Paul, most of your students, how often do they come to class? Uh, twice if, if, you know, they're, they're you know, motivated. U- usually twice. Um, and then um, every now and again I get someone to kind of join me at the park on the weekends. But uh, it, it's at least definitely once, but usually it's twice. And so what are your, what, what are the, what's the length of your class times? Hour, uh, hour, and hour and a half, maybe two. So that's that's the real part that I think is difficult with with doing this kind of online training is that um, I certainly have not to this point, um, and I don't necessarily see myself in the future dedicating an hour and a half twice a week to just training uh, judo from online videos. Uh, and so I think that, that that's probably the first hurdle. It would probably be maybe a little bit different if um, if I had a training partner or a group of people to do it with. But, you know, if you have a group of people to do it with, then <laughs> you might as well just go to class. Yeah, or, or essentially so, you just have one. You know? Right, yes. Uh, and so I think that's probably the you know the first hurdle to overcome is actually getting a um a discipline of taking the time to do it now that being said uh you know we've we've talked about the fact that i 
I personally can't imagine that I'm going to walk away from this with as much skill or knowledge as someone um, who goes to a class. I mean, I, I think that's kind of ridiculous to assume that. Um, and really, I guess what what I'm in it for is just 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 to see, you know. So even if even if I don't actually put that much time into it, and I don't dedicate um, three hours a week to, to learning this, um, then how much can I learn if I kind of just learn here and there and, uh, a a little bit of everywhere. So that's, that's kind of the first thing that I've noticed. The, the second thing, actually, you know, the, the, the very first hurdle, uh, as we all know, in, in any martial art is to get a good quality uniform. Oh yeah. I forgot to mention that. And I think you did that. I did do that. Um, uh, the uh, Piranha Gear sent me uh, a, judo, a, a judo uniform, and boy, I have to say it's probably one of the nicest uniforms I've ever owned. Now, that is that's I, I've also never owned, owned a judo gi. So, but but the heavier material of the judo gi is really really nice. Did um, you get a, a blue one or a white one? I got a blue one. I <laughs> figured, yeah, right on. Yeah, well, because I didn't know if there was like a, uh, you know, you got to be of a certain rank to get the blue ones or whatever. And I was just like, screw it, I'm the blue ones look cool, so I want a blue one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, boy, this it's it's really nice. It fits really well. And oh, by the way, they um, so the pants are. I haven't washed it yet, but the pants are really long, and the sleeves are kind of long. And it's really nice. It comes with um, like a printout of saying, this is how you care for your uniform. Oh, and by the way, the pants and the sleeves are going to be long, but the first time you wash it, it's all going to shorten up. And it won't shorten around the the hips and waist, which is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's uh, one of the things that uh, one of my students bought a a Peronagir Gi and not – too long ago and that's what she was she was like wow there's like documentation that comes with it too yeah you know and and i don't have one of the um the judo gi although i think it'd be kind of cool to have a blue judo gi just for fun (laughs) but um uh because i'm actually watching uh last samurai again on on netflix and you know they when they're training they're wearing those those blue you know oh yeah heavy blue kakamas it's like those are kind of cool i kind of want one of those maybe to do kabuto in but anyway um uh, yeah, it gives you a very detailed, like, you know, it's going to shrink this much. And that's what I told you because we were talking about it. Yeah, I remember that. And I that. said, you know, it's it's going to shrink. So, yeah, And I bought one a little too big. And when I got it, I was just like, holy smokes, I'm going to be stepping on this thing. Um, but I, And like I say, I haven't washed it yet. But um, they say wash it in cold water and it should shrink up nicely. And, you know, I guess I realized, too, that even if it doesn't shrink all the way down, I can always just hem it. Which I think you know, hemming something that's long is a lot better than trying to extend something that's too short. So um, yeah, it's just, but yeah, it's it's a really nice key. Yeah. And so, uh, so that is really the first step. That's the first step. Is you got to go to Piranha Gear, tell them we yep. sent you, and uh, buy uh, your goods. That's right. And you know what? I, I have something else to say about that. And I think we talked a little bit about it. I don't know if it was online or offline um, last time, but uh, I think there's a lot to be said for uh, for prepping your mind um, for an activity because if 
I mean, even even though I'm just training on my own, I guarantee you, if if I actually get out the gi and and put it on, um, I'm I'm actually going to be more mentally prepared to learn. And I, I know there's a particular term, a, a psychological term for that. I, I don't know. I think it's called prepping or something. Um, but it, you actually learn better if if your mind is prepped to learn or do that particular function. You know, it's like the old uh, chew the gum while you're studying and then chew it while you're taking the test and you'll take the test better. Well, there's there's actually truth to that. So, so while a lot of people talk about, you know, the, the silliness of wearing pajamas and things like that, um, there's actually a, a, a genuine mental aspect to being able to do stuff like that. Oh, yeah. You know, well, that's one of the things about um, at the beginning of the class, kind of bowing in and bowing out yeah. is, you know, putting your head in that space. And then, you know, like when I, <clears throat> we bow in and, and stuff and, you know, I get my gi on, you know, it's kind of, I'm getting myself more or less in that place. But then I also use like the stretches when we're stretching is when I, yeah. I kind of am, am trying to put myself into... You you, know. you, me- you mentally check in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's time to go. And then usually when we... we, we uh, I used to say it. I don't want to say it so much anymore. Maybe I need to get back to it. But I used to do a thing where we'd bow in, and when we got done bowing in, and when we, you know, kind of sat up or stood up, I'd say, okay, leave the outside outside because now it's time to train. You know, you got a bad day at work or you got whatever's going on or, you know, now it's training time. Well, and I think there's a, a mental – I mean, as far as that goes, I think there's a mental health aspect to that too that that you have to have – you have to have time in your life, if not every day, uh, to just be able to check out of the rest of your life and, uh, and just focus on – uh, you know, one thing where you set the bills aside, you set the, you know, the the argument that you had with your brother, uh, the the you know the the trouble at work. Just everything gets put aside for this is what my brain is going to focus on right now. Right, exactly. But uh, we digress, as as per usual. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, relative to your uh, video challenge, we we got yeah. some feedback from. Um, have you heard of this Google Plus? The Google Pluses, yeah, I've, I have heard of the Google Pluses. Okay, I think it's I think it's starting to come up on MySpace a little bit, and uh, maybe it'll take some of the market share from that. Um, <laughs> but there was a, an actual uh, comment that someone did on on Google Plus, and then I guess they they tagged our Google Plus account. That's that's how I saw it. Uh, ah. So it's not actually an email, but it's someone who was commenting to their world. Yeah. Um, and on that, and it said, and I quote, I was listening to the latest podcast from Karate Cafe, and one of the hosts had an interesting challenge he was attempting this year. He's going to try to learn a new martial art online only. I think we know who that is. Uh, <laughs> he's choosing to learn judo, which I think is an interesting choice. Uh, I think that he would, I think that would be a more hands-on art, which we've you know discussed. Yeah. Uh, he will try and get with the judo sensei at the end of the year to test how well he's learned it. I wish him luck and look forward to seeing how it works. Uh, says, but it leads me to my own challenge. Ah, great. Ah, we're, excellent. We're, we're, we're doing stuff with people. Uh, <laughs> I'm currently meeting with a sensei once a month to learn Aido. Oh. Uh, I think it'll. I will take on the challenge to use the internet to supplement that training so you, you, Dan Williams, are affecting change in our listeners. Good. Uh, I think it's time to get back into my first start of Shotokan. It's been way too long since I've actively practiced it. 
Uh, I have many books on the art, but I also research online resources and at least try to get proficient with the kata again. Uh, I have to add that I don't think this type of research would be good for someone starting the martial arts for the first time. No. There's just too much to learn about body placement and movement that you need from yep. an instructor. Signed, Rick in Kansas. So, Rick, well, thanks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he makes a lot of good points. Um, uh, I think the the most important one is uh, if you've never done martial arts before, I think that trying to do this would be ridiculous. Um, I, you know, a couple of things that that I'm kind of curious about as as far as the the end of the one year challenge. I think that the uh, who, whoever evaluates me, it's gonna it's gonna come out one of three ways. Um, one of which is uh you know you kind of got everything wrong and you're really <laughs> you're you're really starting at ground you, you you would start up at point zero regardless um that's that's kind of the neutral effect the positive effect would be hey you know you, you've actually unbelievably enough have learned some of these techniques and um are are fairly decent at it and you know, you've you've learned something. Um, the that would be that would be a positive outcome. I think what's definitely um, a potential is a negative outcome, where the instructor would say something to the effect of, "You've actually learned things wrong," and so now you have to unlearn how you did it uh, you have to unlearn what you've learned over the over the course of the last year and then relearn the right ways to do it um and i do think that that's a possibility but yeah i think if you didn't have any martial arts experience that would be not just a possibility i think that would be extremely likely uh where you know even with even with something as subtle as boxing that looks so simple there are so many subtleties in hand position and body position and timing and footwork um that a an experienced martial artist can can sort of naturally identify those points they can naturally identify where the breath goes naturally identify uh, how the body feels comfortable when it's okay for the body to feel uncomfortable the 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 timing of things because really when you think about like um, a oddly enough I guess I never thought about it before but a, a strike and a judo throw there is there's a there's a timing in both of those obvi- quite obviously um, and I think there's a certain skill in being able to identify that timing um, and being able to, I don't know, uh, uh, coerce the, the best timing out of the technique. So unless you have that foundation of, of just knowing how to learn, you know, it's kind of like picking up a, a, um, a third or fourth language. If you already have the experience of learning a language and knowing how to learn languages, uh, your third or fourth one isn't going to be nearly as difficult as your first one. Um, but if the first, if if the first second language that you try and learn, you do so just by reading a dictionary, that's that's going to be absolutely brutal. Now, if it's the fifth language that you're trying to learn and you just pick up a dictionary and start reading it, you might actually catch on to some stuff. 
Um, so I think that's a great point, and that's probably the most important thing is, you know, kind of a don't try this at home. Uh, and, and if you're not an experienced martial artist, I would say this is a total waste of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I also think it, it, it probably bears looking at that if you're because, – because I'm sure there there are people – out there that go that say, well, I'm an experienced martial artist. I've been doing this for six months to a year, you right? Know? And and you know, depending on the art and depending on your fervor and yep. all those other things, yes, you might be experienced. But uh, you know, I've um, I have read uh, online. I've seen like Craigslist ads. You know, when I moved to places, and I would look at, at Craigslist to to see yeah. you know there's somebody training, and you'd see people that you could tell just by like I mean, I don't know the way they wrote. Or whatever, mm-hmm. they were probably fairly young, and they're like, "We, well, you know, we'll want to get together with some people in the park to work out in ninjutsu, ah. jujitsu, uh, sword Tai-jitsu. fighting, it just, just like eight, like twelve different things." They're listening on, yeah. you know, and Nunchuck you know, skills. Yeah, not yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not um, you know, and they'd say like, "Don't want a formal class, just want to practice," you know. Well, we'll look at some stuff online, and then we'll try and fix it. And I was like, "Why don't you just go to a class?" Yeah. You know, I mean, it's probably somebody who trained, and then like you know, actually was some pressure was put on them to to do something well, and they didn't want to do it, you know. And they so now they're just you know they're yeah they're they're pulling they're they're YouTube warriors, yep. so uh, you know, or there's you know there's people who you know maybe do have a frame of reference, and then they're. Yeah, they want to try and add something to their skills, but it's not within their wheelhouse yeah. now. Like if they're in a primarily in a kicking art and they're adding hand techniques, they maybe don't have that framework for adding the, fra- the, the hand techniques that you would maybe yep. a year, a year and a half down the line, you would have a little more body control and whatnot. Yeah. So I guess, you know, to define more clearly what I would mean by an experienced martial artist is I would say if, if you have, if, if you have, uh, I don't know, less than a year and a half to two years in your art and uh if you're in a striking art and you want to take a striking art online i think that would be appropriate um if you've studied more than a couple of martial arts for more than you know six months to a year i would say that makes you an experienced martial artist um, and I don't know, uh, like I say, I think the, the, the language analogy is pretty good. If, if you know conversational French, um, then learning Italian is still going to be tough. If you're fluent in, in French and Italian, then learning German is probably going to be a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, ex- when I say experienced martial artist, I, I mean a, a, a year or two in, a, in at least one martial art and really probably a, a couple and 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 even when i say a couple not like two different flavors of um i don't know a, a family style of kung fu but like wing chun and karate or jujitsu and karate or you know like something with 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 some deep variety to it um so yeah and again you know the only the only danger really of of doing it is learning it wrong um which 
is a distinct possibility. And for me, I guess I have I go into it with the knowledge that I could actually be setting myself back and learning it wrong, and then having to go back and fix a bunch of things that I've learned wrong. But I'm kind of okay with that. So uh, yeah. if if you're okay with that, then it doesn't really matter. The, the thing that you can't do is you you can't go into this. I'm going to do this all online and all remote and 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 have a, a high level of confidence that you're gonna you're gonna be a, a a paper tiger when you're done with it. You know. Yeah. Hey, have you reached out to any local uh, judo? folk at all to try and nope. say like hey i'm gonna be doing this for a year oh okay. no i figured I'd, I'd wait for that I'd, I'll, I'll wait till the end uh and when i get to the end because i'm guessing that they're likely gonna say and 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 that's the other thing i want to say about uh who is it rich rick rick. Uh, rick rick's post is i really do think the idea of of going and and doing a private session at least once a month would probably vastly improve um, my learning because you can get correction you can uh, you get a lot of motivation from that you go oh boy I've got my class coming up I better <laughs> you know I, I, I've got to learn what I've need, uh, what I need to learn and uh, oh yeah this the, the second thing that I was going to mention that makes this so difficult is um, I am not starting with a formal framework for learning it. So I have to kind of invent my own framework as far as what to learn first, what to learn second, um, oh, yeah. terminology, uh, you know, and there's all kinds of stuff all over the internet that once you say, okay, this is what I'm going to learn, now I can research it here, 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 and here. Uh, that's all well and good, but it's figuring out the sequence of what should I learn first, what should I learn next, what what goes after that. Um, without that kind of formal framework, it's really really tough to sort of it, it's the it's the how do you eat an elephant problem, and one one bite at a time is the right answer, but but which bite to take first um, is. Is challenging, and of course, it seems to me. I don't know if this is the case or not, but I'm. I think probably the first thing I need to do is uh, really get a handle on all the terminology um, because the the terminology I'm I'm not real hip on uh, Japanese arts. I haven't I haven't spent much time in Japanese arts, so the terminology is kind of. Um, my first hurdle to overcome and once I start getting a handle on the terminology I can go okay these are hip throws um, let me start on the hip throws and then yeah just because I'm blathering on the other thing is I didn't realize that um, at least from what I've seen there is there may be a single name for a judo throw and then, like a million different ways to actually perform that technique. Hmm. And so, you know, there's like the I, I was watching a video the other day. There's there's one where you, you I don't know you lift the guys up the guy up onto your shoulders, right? And then you can throw him to the side, you can throw him in front of you, you can throw him behind you. And from what I've seen anyway, there's a single, there's one name for that technique. Essentially, lift guy up on your shoulders and throw him. But there's a bunch of different variations of it. So I have to sort of, again, with no, no formal framework, go, okay, do I just learn 
the one variation of each of these and then kind of call it good? Do I learn each? Do I go deep on each individual one? Um, like exactly how does this work? You know, so I don't know. It's 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 all a part of the the experiment, though, right? Right, right. And you know, you were making a comment in the green room about the uh, you watching some of these videos and, and yeah. like basically like kind of getting a an instant sort of judge on like the quality of the instruction or like you know. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know. I've I'm. I do. I don't know how much you do this. Do you watch a video? A lot of lot of YouTube videos on martial uh, arts. Fits, stuff? fits and starts. You know, I'll get fits like someone will someone will pass me something and say, you know, hey, take a look at this, or you know, this is pretty cool, that kind of thing like that. But I mean, I, uh, when I was working on my seminar, I was I was doing some some uh, YouTube food to kind of get some ideas on things to steal, uh, things to uh, <laughs> incorporate, and um, and so uh, yeah, and so but I mean, I probably I may not watch anything for weeks after this yeah so um because i've been doing a lot of 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 youtubing lately um i've i've noticed that there are it's really odd you can you can see when someone kind of knows what they're talking about versus when they don't and i have found that it's not so much in the technique but kind of what surrounds the technique um it's in the uh, the foot placement. It's in the body rotation. It's in the timing. Um, there's. It's kind of like a. I don't know. It's it's a it's all in one thing. It's the whole synergy of the movement, where you can really identify whether someone is, I guess, for lack of a better term, really comfortable with the technique. Uh, I was watching a guy uh, doing some uh, wooden dummy techniques, and he never turned his feet back and forth when he was doing his techniques. He would do it all from a toes-pointed-forward position, um, which really made him kind of bend in, in, in a bit of an awkward position. Now, this guy is supposedly really legit, but when I look at it, I go you don't look comfortable doing that <laughs> and i can tell that that's not a legitimate technique and a lot of times when i look at a lot of these judo videos one of the things that i see especially especially in judo is it it looks to me like these instructors the good ones anyway like they don't put any effort into their technique at all it's almost it looks almost like magic when you see it happening. Yeah, there was a, a video the, the other day that someone posted, and it, it was an old, it was a, you know, transcription of a film, and it was some, you know, 90-year-old, like, 10th Don judo master, and he was doing counters. So uh-huh. he was having all these, like, 5th and 6th and 7th degree, I guess they were his instructor or his students or whatever, come and try and do throws on him, and it was... Uh, very, you know, like, you know, they kind of angle for position and the guy would do a throw and you're thinking like, oh, you know, he's gone. Uh-huh. But the the master basically would just like stick to him like glue and, <laughs> you know, and do something that would counter that that throw until, and then whoosh, he'd whoosh, toss the guy, you know, sideways once he, he got I it. I think and, I saw that one. And when he tosses the guy, it is, it's lightning fast and he's, 
he looked like he was completely relaxed when he was doing it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's why they call it the gentle art. I think it's supposed to be, you know, very, you know, it's just supposed to be flow naturally, which I think, you know, a lot of a, a lot of our techniques and in, 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 in many systems, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's like it, it should just happen. There shouldn't be a whole yeah. lot of work involved to it. And so, you know, when you get somebody who's been doing it for so long that, you know, like it's... <clears throat> It's just like we do anything else. Like when I'm an instructor and I'm teaching somebody something, and I'll do a technique that you know I'm trying to get through them, and and I can kind of you know, for lack of a better term, kind of step back and look at myself and go like, "Wow, my technique is so much better than theirs," you know. But mm-hmm. and, and it should be right. So so <laughs> when I, was, I was like, "Wow, that technique seems so effortless. Why are they putting so much work into it?" And so or you know, or why is it it's so hard for them to do that? And I think it's just that whole, you know, it takes a long time in a, in a river to rake a, make a rock smooth. Right. You know, you, you just got to kind of do it until it becomes so effortless that in, even though it's a, you know, probably a fairly common and, and you know, maybe simple technique mm-hmm. that, you know, you're trying to apply that technique against somebody who's been doing it for, you know, decades longer than you. So, like, yep. you know, that guy was like 90, so he's probably been training for... <laughs> You know, eighty years, right? And you know, got somebody who's been training for twenty years. Well, you still got forty, you know, or sixty years on that guy, yeah, uh, of doing that technique. And um, there's that um, that old adage that was, you know, that the, the samurai, you know, tried to face the old master and and tried his best to defeat him, and he couldn't. And then he went off in the mountains and he trained for ten years, you know, like every day, <laughs> and then came back and tried to fight the master again, and the, and the master like wiped him out. And he said, "But I've been training for ten years to beat you." And he said, "And I've been training for ten years." You know? Right. <laughs> it's, it's like it's not like I'm, I I'm always going to be uh, yeah. I'm always going to be ten years ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it's kind of a thing. It's like you know, so uh, so that was a really good example of that of just you know somebody who just makes it look so like there's nothing to it. You know, yep. doing the same. They're doing the same techniques, but he's just that much better at it. Yeah, and well, you know, I guess that that the, the moral of that story is the problem. The problem is the guy was trying. You know, I, I I just I think that you can you can see on these videos and stuff that that effort that people put into things, and as soon as they start efforting, um, then it's just I, I don't know. It it looks ugly to my eye you know you can you can see it's i guess it's kind of like uh it's kind of like porn in that way that i don't know if i could define it but i sure know it when i see it um and so i would say that if i don't know what that is what are you talking about yeah right (laughs) um so i would say if something doesn't feel right to you when you're looking at that stuff or even in class or when you're at a seminar or something make sure you question it uh, because that's that's the most important thing is that is that we don't take this stuff to heart and uh, we, we question when we're supposed to. So yeah, that's that's what my my YouTubing experience has been of as as of late and uh, trying to focus on the the judo stuff and not get distracted or pulled away by the the Wing Chun stuff or the uh, you know Salat guy versus MMA guy. Yeah. <laughs> Those yeah. are the worst. You got own oh, noob. You know, I, I actually, I'm, I'm kind of interested in, uh, you know, if you, if you have the, the bandwidth to do this. Yeah. What I think you should probably do is like when you're watching the videos and maybe starting to kind of apply some of the techniques, mm-hmm. is go back and look and go like, oh, that's a Wing Chun technique. 
you know, or like, oh, that's a that's a concept that's in Wing Chun, or that's a, you know. Now uh, that would be interesting. Or so, because because you know, like I say, we did my my seminar last weekend, and I had guys from a lot of different things, and it was like, you know, it's the concept of the thing, you know, it's like, okay, you know, there's a circle. You know, and how many play, how many different systems have a circle? Yeah. You know, or have you know a pushing pulling, or you know redirecting the energy? It's like it's it's all the same concept. So it would be kind of interesting to see since you've got so much, you know, depth, you know, in that field, and now you're applying it basically. Well, and it would it would be especially interesting because they're so vastly different. Or are they? Right. Exactly. You know, yeah, a, that, that's how they're you know how they're applying the technique. They're applying it to a throw, but you know it's yep. like okay, well, you know, I mean, there's there's upending and there's you know destroying balances and you know so there's there, there's all that stuff in, in, in how you apply it. Oh, hey, so have you seen any uh, videos that you basically just you know you watch for about like ten seconds and just kind of like uh, burnt? <laughs> yeah, you know, I I guess. Um, I probably have seen some of those. I haven't necessarily seen any ones real specific to judo, um, but I kind of just I, I see those all the time, and it's it's one of those things where uh, I guess well the one I was talking about before the Wing Chun um, one where the guy was showing the wooden dummy techniques, and I kind of checked out almost right away. Uh, sometimes it's it's kind of like that that car accident thing where you, you want to keep watching. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know the, the, the ones that don't have any value for me, I kind of check out and I don't know. I, I probably don't remember those as well. Yeah, <laughs> just I, because I, I, I just kind of wonder, you know, there, there's times where, I mean, you'll, you'll watch a video and you can just clearly see that whoever it is is teaching the video is not, you know, yeah, I guess professional is not necessarily a really good word, but it's just you can tell it's like, um, yeah, you know, that's really compliant or that's really, you know, because context is kind of king when when it comes to videos. We've talked about this on, on earlier shows about, you know, when you watch a video, I I try to take everything kind of with a grain of salt, like you know, when you see someone doing a kata. And then, yeah. you know, because you don't know what the framework of that is, is like, you know, is, is this just like some, like, you're just kind of stepping through it to show your students or, you you know, you're trying to demonstrate something or, you know, it's just, it's purely well, instructional. And there are a lot of shades of gray, too, is the thing. I mean, right. it's, I think it's, it's pretty rare on the, on the bell curve that I see something and go, oh, God, that is just, <laughs> that's so wrong and awful. Um, it's, it's usually something where... You know, and I, I'm I'm mostly familiar with the Wing Chun videos that I've seen, where you kind of look at it and you go, "Okay, I I feel like I don't agree with this person, but at the same time, I'm not bold enough to sort of say I think they're totally off base and wrong and and it's ridiculous." Um, but I have I have seen some I guess that I that I check out of because I just don't feel like that person has anything value valuable to say to me. Um, but I guess I wouldn't be so bold just to say they're they don't have anything important to say to anybody. I mean there are those videos out there, <laughs> but uh, you know they're yeah, they're the exception. Yeah, and you're probably still you know getting a. You're probably going to have to watch a lot of videos before you start getting kind of a feel for, okay, I saw that in this one, and I see this one in this one, and that seems kind of standard, you yeah. know, like a good application or or, or a good um, uh, 
they they're applying the technique correctly. You know, it's 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 uh, you're getting like you know six corroborating witnesses, and then you just you know are they all saying the same thing? Okay, cool. Then that's probably a chunk. Like if you do like you know uh, basic judo throws. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so, okay, you watch six different basic judo throw videos, and they all have four in common. Like, okay, well, those are probably the four common ones that I need, and they both seem, they all seem to be applied the same way. So that's probably the way to address that. Yeah, and, and like I say, I'm at the point now where I'm just trying to get my arms around how... Uh-huh. The, the approach that I'm going to take. Uh, yeah, that's not, I didn't even do that intentionally. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get my arms around the, the approach to take. And, uh, I mean, if you go onto YouTube and type in judo lessons, you're just going to get you're going to get flooded with a billion different things. Um, so I've, I've did the... Um, I looked up, uh, as silly as this might sound, I looked up judo techniques on Wikipedia and there's a nice breakdown and a diagram. Uh, obviously, the diagram's not terribly helpful, but I think that that may provide me with the framework that I'm going to move forward from, at least, to say, uh, you know, there's a there are a bunch of techniques listed on the page, and what the hell, I might as well go from the top to the bottom. Um, there are probably people out there that have taken judo that are just like, "What the hell are you doing, Dan?" But that's the whole—that's the whole point, right? That's part of the experiment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that's the whole—you know—it's like multiple sources. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. You know, go to Wikipedia and yep. you know, because it's generally stuff like stuff like this is probably fairly well documented. You know, and then well, and then I just take the first technique and I copy and paste that that particular technique into YouTube. And then I guarantee you somebody has done or five people or ten people have done a breakdown of that technique. And that's where I, that's where I found out that, oh, I see. Each technique has a bunch of different flavors to it mm-hmm. because there's a 20-minute video on one technique. Well, it's because it has a bunch of different flavors to it. So then I think to myself – Okay, do I just learn one flavor of that technique, or like how in the heck am I going to even start to do this? Right. So right now I'm 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 still in the phase of being a little bit overwhelmed about getting my arms around it, and I don't know that I'm at the point where you're, you're absolutely right as far as being able to see what's a good version of the technique or not. Um, I I have to do like the best four out of five kind of thing, uh, and then be able to identify that, um, put it aside in some folder or something so that I can reference it later, and that I can reference it over and over again. So all that it's it's tough. It's it's really tough when you don't have a formal system. I'm sure that this would all be easier if I signed up for judo joe's online judo training uh because then you get sort of a top to bottom here's the first thing you learn here's the first thing you practice yeah so so, so don't be like dan kids you know, <laughs> sit down be, and get a training don't be plan. stupid <laughs> you know the uh yeah i mean well i mean this is this is trial and error i mean you know this is kind of you know the way the way systems were created of it you know right. it was, you know, of course, they you know, trained with somebody first and then stood it up, but that's okay. Uh, well, that's cool. That's great. That's you know, yeah. I mean, this this is a really interesting experiment. It's gotten a, a, a lot of momentum, you know, on our Facebook page and and uh, tweets and emails and and whatnot. 
And well, and maybe people will have suggestions about how how to start and how to do a, a, the breakdown of techniques. And you know, like I say on the Wikipedia page, they kind of have um, throwing techniques versus, I think, like the the joint manipulation techniques or non-throwing techniques or something like that. I can't remember now. Um, so that breakdown seemed to make sense to me, but maybe there's a better way to do it. I don't know. But maybe if yeah yeah if our listeners have any suggestions about how to how to start with the framework that'd be great. Uh, my suggestion is first wash the new gi. Wash the new gi. And then, yes. And then, Step and then one. you know and then and then move on. Did you get a belt with it? I did. Okay, I did. Cool. Yeah, because yeah. those are usually they don't have ties, right? The judo gi. Did no, that was kind of a new experience for me. I was like, where are the ties? And then yeah. I realized, oh, yeah, these things get pulled out so often you actually don't want to tie on it. Yeah, it would last like, you know, 12 seconds or something like that. Right. And then, yeah, the first one I got, one of my students was a, a judoka, and uh, he came and trained with me, and he had a spare, and it was whatever. It was a really – I recognize the name brand. I mean, I can't I can't recall it now. It was years ago, but um, – he was like, he's like, oh, you know, I have this spare guitar, and you know, judo. Yeah, I'm not going to use it. So, you know, would you like it? And it was new, and it was why I was like, wow. And I whipped it on. I was like, wait a minute, where's the ties? And then yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, they're not there because right, you know, yeah, you're going to lose them anyway. Yeah, and so and I, and I wore it a few. So when we were doing like two D and throws and stuff like that, I usually would if I knew I was going to do it that night, I I generally wear that just to you know kind of let them give me something to grab a hold to because the things are bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, they really are. This one is. Nice. Um, so, hey, speaking of learning things, how did your seminar go? Uh, seminar went really well. Um, the uh, we should probably push this off into another show because uh, we're running short on time. But uh, it was great. Had sixteen people, sixteen or seventeen people. Uh, actually, uh, this year I had some federation people show up. <laughs> some people ah. from my own system. Uh, cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, some of my students from Dallas or one of my students from Dallas showed up and uh, our regional director uh, for the area was in town for another martial art thing that he was doing he was studying um, at, a, at a Kali seminar and hmm. uh, he cut that short for a couple hours to come and, and make me sweat because I was, I was cruising it was kind of funny it was, I was kind of cruising and, and you know hey we're doing this and blah let's do that and throw and break and throw and duh and this and, and telling the jokes and then he walked in and, and changed out and came in and as soon as he like walked on the floor like I was blah you know marble mouthed and you know <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. You know, and I was like, yeah, I, I was doing so well. And I even told him, I said, like, I was, I swear, I was speaking well until you walked in. <laughs> and um, so I, I got good feedback from him. I got some good feedback from the uh, from the other people. Uh, this year, you know, I, I'm doing a, I'm really leveraging the technology. So I'm trying to like, you know, I had someone take photos, and so I'm, I'm pushing that out. And like, I, I'm doing a feedback form so people can oh. give me some feedback. Uh, on the thing, and uh, we can go. We can go into that deeper, you know. Uh, yeah, on I was going to say we we should do like a post mortem um, uh, next next week or next show, um, and like lessons learned because I think that there there are probably people that listen to this show that do their own seminars that maybe they can they can get some some lessons out of out of your experience. So I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, if even Abernathy's listening and needs a few tips, he can. Yeah. Well, you know. Did you see my up. Did you see my tweet about Ian? Every Ed, listen, I'm I'm on, a, I'm, on a, I'm on a first name basis with him, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that uh, every time I read one of his tweets, I read it in his accent. I can't help myself. 
<laughs> you know, and um, we've had uh, more than a few people email us and say, hey, why don't you get Ian Abernathy on? And uh, it kind of pains me because like, every now and again I'll see like him throw up a thing like, oh, I'm on so-and-so's podcast, and oh, I'm on so-and-so's podcast. Yeah. And uh, one, of the, one of the big problems was uh, our time zone because you know, he's way over there in yeah. England and we're – you know, you're on East Coast, I'm on Central. And so, uh, but now I think with our recording schedule, we can probably make it happen. And I emailed him again, I don't know, a month or three ago, and we tried to get it going on. But for some reason, you or I or he had something going on. So, Because um, what, it's, it's uh, they are five hours ahead of us? Is yeah, that it? Yeah. Six so, hours ahead of you? Yeah, and so with his seminars and, and his own personal training, you know, and stuff like that and, and, yeah. and whatnot, it's just kind of hard to get him on. But, I mean, it can be done. And uh, so uh, we're going to try and do it. But, yeah, um, uh, he actually, I pinged him when I did my first, I think when I did my first one, and he was like, you know, oh, you know, you should probably – keep it to this many people and you know did a, he gave me a couple of little brief tips and so oh that's was, cool yeah, yeah, it was pretty, yeah he's a good guy and we're, we're, we're trying to get him on um, uh, as ever <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but yeah we can, we can do a deep dive in, into the seminar on, on, uh, on a follow on show and because uh, I'm cool. still kind of coming off the high and you know whatnot. <laughs> well and you can you know you can let us know the results of your survey and all that jazz too ah, that's a very good point or, and, or, and, or lie about the results of your show. Right, exactly. And speaking of results, so uh, last month we had um, uh, seven, over 700 downloads of all our shows. Um, the month before that, I think we banged on 1,000. Uh, if, if, if I can remember. We correctly. were knocking on the door of 1,000. So, so, yeah, so now we're, we're bringing our numbers. You know, we do, Again, you know, we, we kind of lose our momentum and get sidetracked and whatnot. And then once we start yeah. getting on. So it's, it's thank you, listeners. And uh, some new listeners, because I know I've had some people that have joined the, the Facebook forum and stuff and yep. have all said, like, oh, I just found the show. And uh, I pointed him to our Wikipedia page. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was, that was <laughs> nice. The, uh, I was going to make one, but then I'm like, you know, how important are we? Well, it's funny, because I was going to make one, too, and then I started going through the things, and I'm like, um... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're that important. <laughs> and it said, it said something specifically about you should not make a Wikipedia page about yourself. And I'm like, well, this isn't necessarily about myself, but I guess if we're important enough to have one, it's probably not you or I that are going to do it. So, right, right. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll but anyway. It. Yeah, but um, anyway, yeah. So we can talk about that. So anyway, thanks guys for the new listeners. Thanks for the. Uh, the, the comment there, there Rick, uh, in Kansas. And, um, uh, oh, Rick. and you know what I'm going to do? I, I'm going to have a, a, on my tweet deck, I'm going to have a permanent search up for uh, uh, the Karate Cafe hashtag. So if you just include the you know, hashtag Karate Cafe in your tweet, then uh, I'll see it. I guess you could put the uh, at Karate Cafe as well, and we'll see. Yeah, sure. that, 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 that'll work as, as well, too. Yeah, and, and so you can send us tweets, and you can send us um, emails at karatecafe at gmail.com. You can give a call on the comment line, uh, or apparently on Google+, Plus, you can uh, tag us in a post, and we'll see that, too. Awesome. Cool. All right, uh, another great episode. Good to hear about uh, Dan's, Dan's progress, and good to hear about that fantastic gee from Piranha Gear. Yes. And uh, we'll get you guys up to speed on, on, the, on the fallout or uh, upshot of the, the seminar uh, in, a, in a further show. Well, Dan, as always, a pleasure to talk yes, to you. Yes, absolutely. All right, and watch that gi. Will do.
<laughs> in cold water. In cold water. In cold water, and then hang it up to dry. That's right. And we oh, will talk- that's right. Line dry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And then we will talk to you all again very soon. See you, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.